Greetings, I am Erin Patton, metaphysical master in a millennial age, and it is my life's purpose to guide you and organizations along an enlightened path. So I invite you to sit comfortably and tune in as I welcome you to the Meta Business Millennial, where we get the real conversations you won't get in the boardroom so that we understand this is exactly the path we need to be on in order to grow, evolve, and thrive. Greetings, welcome to the in-person version of the Meta Business Millennial. I am here at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, and I am here with Pam Cruz. There you go, by Pam yes. Cruz, the co-founder and CMO of Soul Community Planet, which is a hospitality group with hot hotels and um, all over the world, really. And I'll let you get into the details of that, but I must start, as I always do, with how I got to know my guests. And this one was just a really special one, really sent from God and really in alignment for all of you who know my path and how I move. And I happened to be at um, a conscious conversation yesterday um here at the convention center in austin and met one of the marketing team members renee and share with her about my podcast share with her about the meta business millennial the meta business world and she was like you need to speak to our co-founder and made this happen like a day later and so here we are and i'm so grateful to renee i'm so grateful to the team for trusting in me <laughs> trusting their beautiful founder with me and so without further ado Pam welcome to the Meta Business Thank Millennial. Thank you so much and I have to express gratitude for you for coming to see us and joining us yesterday I'm so glad you could be a part of Conscious Conversations and you're exactly why we wanted to do that here so that makes me feel so good okay great and so um with that I would love to really have you share with our viewers and our listeners more about who you are um, because even myself, I don't really know much about you. I just yeah. met you a few minutes ago. Yes. And yeah. so, yeah, just tell our listeners and viewers, like, where are you from? A little bit more about your background. Um, what kind of makes you unique? What drew you to this path that you're on today? Great. Okay. Well, I am originally from upstate New York, Rochester, New York. Come on out. And had a great childhood growing up there with Lake Ontario. And we could go skiing and go in nature and... Um, we had winter, of course, and I'm now in Southern California. Um, I have one sister, um, and I just love growing up there, getting outside, being with friends, skiing, sailing. Um, water is part of who I am, so I'm definitely attracted to the whole blue mind, um, and that has carried me through my life. So I just have a connection with water um, from an early age. and. Um, I went to a public high school there. I went to undergrad in upstate New York as well, just about 45 minutes from where I grew up, and uh, but never really drove home. It was just enough getting away from home, um, but not being too far. And then after college, I moved to the Washington, D.C. area with some girlfriends and started working, and then realized that I wanted to go back to graduate school and get my business degree, so I got my MBA. Um, in that area and met my husband there and we both said we both have jobs here and this is a great area why don't we stay here so we planted roots there and I actually worked for one of the big hospitality brands at a great um, fortunate experience worked with wonderful people um, and so started kind of my hospitality and marketing career there um, so just it's a beautiful space a beautiful place we were there for many years and then um, I changed course and left the hospitality um, well, I would say 
hospitality, um, but still worked with a similar kind of consumer. Mm -hmm. So I went on to work um, for another company. Mm -hmm. um, worked at USA Today in their online um, area in marketing at the time when all the dot coms were kind of crashing. So it was an interesting time, but yeah. it was a very good company, a solid company to work for. Um, and just had a really great experience there as well. Um, started our family there and then um, there was an opportunity that my husband had to move to California and I had my whole life thinking I'm on the East Coast, it's not where we're going. Mm -hmm. And yet my father had lived there for many years, it's a beautiful area and I just hadn't thought about living there, mm. it's always a vacation as well. Um, so fast forward and we moved to California, it took me a couple of years to really settle in. I love the East Coast and I love the West Coast too and I love all the in-between but um, it's been a beautiful beautiful experience we've been there 17 years um, I took some time off and have two more children I have a crew of girls we have four girls nice two boy dogs and, uh, <laughs> and my husband and so we've created a beautiful life there and I've taken some time off um, and things were um, you know moving along and my husband was looking into starting um, buying a hotel and starting something new after he changed um, from being the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Mm. And as he was looking at it, sustainability, mm. I kind of started, wait a minute, it's not just about sustainability, it's about holistic, it's got to also be well-being, mm. mental, physical. And so we started doing more research and created a company out of just kind of looking at what consumers want, what our values are, and where we are in our life, mm. um, and what we want to see in the world. And also, we talk a lot about the ripple effect, as I'm sure you um, what we want to put out in the world. Yes. And so um, a beautiful thing emerged and Soul Community Planet is where you found us over there with our conscious conversations and, mm -hmm. and our booze. Um, and we're growing it. And so it's been really wonderful to apply our own personal values to a business mm -hmm. and tie that together and really be purpose-driven and reflective of all the great knowledge that we've gained from where we came from and our other experiences in business um, and tying it together is just mission we're on. That's beautiful. And what resonates with me so deeply in the story that you shared is that this is, I did not know was a, a, a vision for you and your partner. And so often, you know, I talk about, especially on this show, Divine Union and the union and, and what it can manifest for the world and how it can benefit the world. And you are one of the definitions of how you and your husband in your own value creation and we're able to manifest something that now you share with the world. So can you go back a little bit to how you started to, I would say, develop those values, especially as it relates to a spiritual practice or spiritual tradition? Mm -hmm. And if there were any events in your life that maybe you questioned those values or, or put those values to the test, you know, I would really love to hear more about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, um, my mother in 2015 was diagnosed with brain cancer. Oh, wow. And I, um, you know, it's just an interesting journey, right? When you have a sick friend, relative, anybody, um, it makes you question a lot. Mm. And also, there's beauty in that in the people you meet. Of you course. Know, I think about the Mr. Rogers Club, look for the helpers, you know, and mm. just all of the things you go through and you look at the world with a different lens. Yeah. And it's really that checkpoint, right? Why are we here? And, kind of clears the clutter in the meantime mm. while still living in the day-to-day -day world, right? Um, so I think that was the catalyst when you ask, you know, what's the catalyst? Yeah. Um, but it sent me on a journey where 
the beauty of what is beyond here and so the, the spiritual aspect of it is real for me and I love learning about it and I'm on this journey of just everyday growth and growth mindset and mm. actually we've applied that to our company so we have something in our company we call the SCP way which is a culture of practice we do every week and so there's different lines in them and growth mindset versus fixed mindset that's what we do SCP that's one example mm. um, but we also tie in many other principles that I love drawing from my personal experience and blending it to your question about you know how is that carried forth so the vision of making the world a better place ties in with also kind of on the doing and the being so mm. there's a book um, by um, someone that we follow that I love to really um, you know reflect on the doing the being so busyness and business you know um, and I love that marriage and that's you know what we're here for so mm. just it's, it's you know I see things that I didn't see before essentially mm. Absolutely. And one thing that's really important, especially in business, and I love to talk about business because this is the Meta Business Millennial Podcast, is, you know, the, the implementation and first the institution of, and then the implementation of the values in your company. And you talked about growth mindset, and I would love for you to just dig a little bit deeper into what are some of the other values that really are meaningful to you in SCP, mm-hmm. and then how do they play out? In your company. Sure. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. So when we were coming up with the brand, um, we really looked at, I go back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Yes. So self, and self sounds selfish, but it's so important. So yes. we created that name in the soul aspect. So soul is mental well-being, physical, environmental, social. So um, there's something called the Global Wellness Institute, and I really like to refer to one of their graphics, and it ties all those aspects together. So it's not just about going to a gym or property, right? There's mm. a mindful quote. There's different ways to pull through all those. And we always talk about putting the oxygen mask on first, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so soul, um, if you can take care of yourself and you're going to be better able to work within a community, take care of each other, be part of it, right? And then, mm-hmm. of course, Mother Earth. So we kept talking about soul and self and the community and planet and then it just made sense to say soul, community, planet, and so SCP Hotels was born. And just the importance of taking care of self, um, not in a selfish way, um, carrying people on their journey wherever they may be, meeting them there, and having an approachable, um, you don't need to go away for seven days in the year, you know, or, you know, I'd love to, but I don't always have time for that, and how do we carry through these aspects in everyday life and when you're traveling someone that goes out the window right mm-hmm. so when you come to an SCP hotel how do we carry that through it's kind of like our booth um, we want people to feel those touch points and we talk about the spirit of Ubuntu um, Ubuntu so, yeah so okay. we are all connected and, um, what language is that um, well I will refer to um, Nelson Mandela has a very good explanation of that. It's I am because of you. Yes. We are connected. Um, and so we had talked about that prior to the pandemic. Mm. And then fast forward, go through the pandemic, and obviously across the world, we started feeling that, right? Yes. So it became even more amplified after. And so I just love, not that we went into a pandemic, but I love that now people are even more focused on how we are connected. Yes. Um, so that's the community aspect. But when you come in, we want you to feel that. So we talk about the Maya Angelou quote. You want to remember what you said and what you did. Uh, feel. feel. So we want you to come in, welcome you, 
there's a mindful quote maybe on the wall over here. Maybe that doesn't resonate with you, but the next person that, that got them, right? They, they really resonate with that. There's this, there's spaces, there's natural elements tied in from the local community, wood. Um, there's spaces to meditate. There's just natural moments, not necessarily meant to be like an Instagram wall, but places that resonate. We have our muse on the t-shirt here. Yes. She represents, you know, the beauty. Um, we talk about the doing and the being and the feminine energy and the, you know, the testosterone and not in male and female way, but you know. <laughs> we gonna get into it. We gonna get into it. Uh, so the energy, um, so you'll see the muse painted on a wall so that's a touch point of having something different. And her flowers around her crown will be different in Hawaii versus Laguna Beach. So what is the flora and the fauna from those areas? Um, the touch point is a welcoming, we offer you kombucha, we, we offer you something else. What else can we do to make your stay better? Um, simplicity is there, so clearing the clutter. We have some rooms we call peaceful rooms. So we take out the TVs and we want to be able to um, instant beautiful sleep. And just have that cocoon. So you go out and do your thing nature or wherever it may be if you have a business meeting or whatnot and you come back to your cocoon so it's your sleep sanctuary so we're looking to implement that across our properties we want to nourish your mind body and spirit so at our hotels we're working on what we call raise the bar and we're implementing vegetarian food there so and really thoughtfully curated so we have a nutritionist and a wellness expert who's helping what ingredients work well together what does it do for your body you're not just saying okay here's some pasta you know check the box right <laughs> not all the processed food you yeah. know because some of this new food it's great i love where technology is going but it's processed mm -hmm. in the source so we went back to basics with plant forward menus um so just i love carrying forth those values i want to take care of you right you come mm -hmm. to my property it's our home it should feel like that yeah. and then you can connect we, we create spaces where you can connect and there's living walls there's plants um, so you feel that biophilia and what that does for your body, and then you're also connecting with others in the common space. Mm. And there's lobbies in many hotels, but we want that intentional gathering space to be spiritual. Yes. Snaps for all of that. <laughs> that was a lot that you just shared. And what you also um, you know, are, are putting together in, in a way is creating this community. Well, obviously it's the sole community planet, but it's a very intentional approach to really cultivating community. And I feel like people use the word community and it's just like, okay, we have a lot of people here, you know, period. However, what is the energetic intention around cultivating that space, helping people to feel safe, taking out the electronics, feeding them with, with soul food, real food. And so these are really um, values that are, we would love to see across all kind of you know, verticals, especially in hospitality. And as it relates to your values in your company, because like I said, you guys are one of the first big kind of companies that we have on the Meditis is Millennial podcast. You know, how do you say that it impacts your employees and the way you guys work in place, whether in place or out of office? I would love to understand how your values inform your culture because y'all didn't get to see, but her team, they're coming around here with cameras. They're, they're, they're loosening her up. Like there's some palpable love here for you. And to be honest, like that's not really um, the case in a lot of you know newer businesses, you know, founders, especially in tech. And we are at South by Southwest and there are a lot of tech people are very, um, I would say, um, I, like traditionally a more egotistical, more 
you know, they're, they're um, priority driven, mm -hmm. you know, how do you allow for that space to hear other voices, to, to allow for your employees to feel heard and, and valued and, mm -hmm. and love you so much that, you know, they're like Renee yesterday, <laughs> you know, volunteering you for things without you even knowing <laughs> because they know right. and trust yeah. and you know and trust and, and love them. Yeah. you know so much too so can you really speak to that because i know that would really be great for folks myself included who are building organizations mm -hmm. um i think it starts with the values first mm -hmm. so it's not about me personally keeping my ego out mm -hmm. of course um it's about people are attracted to the values they want to work with us mm -hmm. um, they want to represent so when you walk by the booths and see our team representing they're so inspired mm -hmm. and i just love listening to them so they inspired all of us yeah um so that's first and foremost me and we've all been in places where maybe we weren't so inspired so mm -hmm. that's a little bit of a hurdle mm -hmm. um so we don't have that hurdle it's if you're coming to scp you're joining us on our journey mm -hmm. and we want to welcome you where you are and you align with these values in some way. It doesn't mean you're living them out every day. Right. We all start a day, start each day new, right? We know mm -hmm. that. Of course, I come back mm -hmm. uh, with the intention is there. Yes. So I have to start with the values because that really does draw people in. Mm -hmm. And then carrying out those values and checking ourselves for authenticity. Mm -hmm. So I mentioned every week we get on a team call. We start on Monday with our senior leadership. So there's about eight of us now. And we talk through a culture lesson practice we say mm. and then on Tuesday we get on our larger team calls who are remote so we have all our general managers we have our central team which is like finance accounting marketing um, there are about 40 of us now on the call mm. and so we start with a mindful moment so yes. we have a sign up and somebody can express and we have a mindful moment it might be a reading they might show a video they might walk us through a reading um, and it's such a great way to ground us while we're on the screen so we feel more together so we start with a mindful moment and then we do a culture practice. So I gave you an example of the growth mindset versus fixed mindset. There's first we start with SCP. So we are soul. Um, we are um, healthy, clean, green, and we talk about wellness. So that would be the first page in the book, if you will. And then we pull in um, the book and practice. There's a bunch of like a bunch of as I mentioned, mm. and there's some poems and some sayings and just um, and Ken, um, my husband, had created that with the team, and we just go through it. There's about 16 of them, and then we start over. Mm. Every time we go through it, we invite participation and everything. How do you um, perceive this? How would you play this out at a team at a property? Mm. And then the next day, Wednesday, or within the week, the teams at each property, the intention is that they practice that with their team. So we're flowing culture throughout. Mm. Um, and so those values played out. We also have what we call our SCP code, which we don't have represented right here. We paint it on the wall and it's like a manifesto. So yes. it's our commitment to these and it's supposed to be guest facing so guests can understand who we're committed to. You know, we provide plant forward foods um, and one of them is we have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually you know, talk about that one day. What are some more examples and how can we bring some having fun? So when you ask about the team, um, there's that engagement, that commitment. Um, and so it's a practice mm. I love it and most importantly and what I always um, share and teach to my followers and audience is that these initiatives meta business wellness holistic practices mental health initiatives this all comes from the top period the top down I mean I don't love the way that sounds but it just is what it is if leadership is not bought into this practice if leadership is not committed to this practice, if they don't care about this practice, 
It ain't finna happen. It's not gonna happen. And so the fact that your senior leaders, you know, engage in this mindful practice every week, then you trick, then it trickles down to general managers, middle management, and then they take it to their teams where they are. That's exactly how it should work. And I want you to maybe, you know, speak to if there had been any challenges in implementation, hurdles in implementation that you can think of a story that you can share and, and what it looked like and how y'all kind of got through it because what um, these practices are great, yes, but they don't, they aren't like the cure-all. And I think that's just a note for life. Like we expect everything is we're in the pill popping generation we're in the instant gratification generation. So we expect something to cure all problems. However, oftentimes it's these practices that allow problems to come to the surface to be revealed. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yes. And so um, I would love for you to speak to something like that where like something challenge came up and y'all are like, shit, like I didn't expect this. However, the practices you had in place allowed me to work through it. It's interesting, I'm thinking of one example with our peaceful rooms. Um, and it's just generally, I'm for TV, I'm for entertainment, so I don't mean it this way, but when we're traveling, we wanted to offer this sleep experience. Mm -hmm. So to take a TV out when somebody, they don't know what to do without a TV. <laughs> so I would go back to the spiritual practice of sometimes just actually when you get quiet at night and to be able to sleep better. Mm -hmm. Now we know all the science behind what happens when we go to sleep. Mm -hmm. um, and I found it interesting and what I the challenge was we had not provided enough enough communication to help the practice walk through that time, right? Mm -hmm. To walk the customer through it. And in hospitality you're trained to do anything to make someone happy, right? Yes. Yes. Except if it doesn't align with what you're trying to give values. Mm -hmm. And a TV is not a radical thing. I'm just giving that as an example of okay. We don't want to necessarily be wheeling in TVs in the room to take them out, or you want to help solve that in a different way. So yeah. that's one challenge. Um, plant forward has been more challenging than I would have thought it would be in mm. some areas. Um, and it's a mindset, and it's education, and it's just having great food and inviting you to try it. Mm. And then we won't even say it was vegetarian. You would just say, I have this amazing meal, right? Right. Yeah, right. And we have pizza, and it's curated very intentionally given with the ingredients, and so doesn't love pizza and so that's kind of you know meeting in the middle a little bit so i think we don't want to swing too far but we want to welcome people and invite them to try something mm. and maybe they'll take it out in the practice when they go home or maybe not and that's okay but mm -hmm. we want to take care of you and go back to nourishment so um those are challenges we're still working through them mm -hmm. they're worth doing so mm -hmm. i still believe in the fundamental vision of why we're doing it so. okay that's beautiful and now I want to get a little bit more personal because we've been talking a lot about the business. And one thing that we alluded to earlier in our conversation was the relationship and the partnership you have with your husband. Mm -hmm. Can you speak more to how that was cultivated? Like, how did you guys decide, okay, I trust you enough to build this business together? Because I'm not sure what you were doing before, but being a CEO of a Fortune 500 company traditionally is not aligned with this kind of work. You know what I'm saying? And this is essentially the work that I'm doing trying to bring those folks over to this side right. and you know could you speak to how you know his you know relation his practice developed your practice developed and then how it simultaneously came together and were there any challenges in that um hurdles in that you have four kids that's a lot yeah so um you know really speak to like the personal growth sure. aspect of working together that'd be beautiful yeah thank you 
Um, well, like I said, when um, Ken was looking at starting, um, you know, purchasing a hotel and starting a, a brand, as soon as I heard brand, <laughs> my marketing, <laughs> so it's perked up and I said, well, wait a minute, let's, you know, so we started doing the research together mm -hmm. and it was a very natural fit in both where we are in our life and having four daughters and we want to share our values that we align within our family with the world. So um, it was a natural fit. And again, I go back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So, um, and we have, a, you know, we bring different things to the table. So mm -hmm. it is a little yin and yang for me. Yes, it's a traditional. Um, there's a lot of traditional business that needs to get done. Mm -hmm. And I love bringing the soul to it. And, mm -hmm. and he's totally open to that and, um, and practices it as well. Mm -hmm. And so the commitment is together to share it because of where we are in our journey and you know what do we want to do with our time left on this physical plane here so mm -hmm. um it's been a great fit and um, we were in business school together so we met really there, so, yes. wow so, um that's congratulations that's huge um so it's a natural fit um is it always easy no yeah. you know <laughs> there's boundaries from work and home but they blend mm -hmm. in a good way and then there's just respites, right? We need to have vacation time or, um, you know, just do things that fuel us, like going to the ocean. Mm -hmm. uh, Ken loves to stand up paddleboard. I love to just be by the water, be yeah. on it, or go sailing, <laughs> or do something. So um, there's beauty in the spaces that we've created or the places where we visit or live to bring that, um, you know, nature and that healing of just busyness or any kind of creation in the entrepreneurship process mm -hmm. <laughs> um it's not a linear you know it's not linear it's it's a winding road mm -hmm. um and those are the lessons of so every day i'm like what is the lesson for us today mm -hmm. and if i may rewind a bit because mm -hmm. it seems like now like y'all got it figured out like you got it figured out it sounds like however you know in your younger years, I'm sure there might have been challenges, maybe where you question your faith or you question your spirituality before you had these very strong sense of values. You know, could you speak to something that might have awakened you to care about these things? Because for me, I always like to talk about like my Harvard to healing journey. Like my audience knows this, <laughs> you know, that when I finished Harvard, when I finished business school, I was completely depressed. I was unhappy. I was working in this you know, really intense um, kind of corporate philanthropic space mm -hmm. and then dealing with family issues. And it really brought me to my knees. And that's really what catalyzed, you know, my spiritual awakening and my care for self. Mm -hmm. You know, is there something that you could speak to that really awakened you to care about yourself? Or mm -hmm. has this always been a practice for you your whole mm -hmm. life? I have not been good at this my whole life. And we've definitely gone through the years of, you know, stress and letting stress affect your body way more than it should. I mean, not saying it doesn't, you know, not stressed, um, but now we have the tools and we know, you know, better uses. Um, I will say when my mom was sick, that was a time where when you're caring for someone else, as you noted, that you have to nourish yourself. And so that really was front and center for me. How do I, I need energy to help give energy, but I need to start with self. Um, and you can not understand that until you're really depleted. And um, it, it really taught me, and also with the spiritual side of really looking at some of those, um, is there and learning about different religions, but also the spirituality, right? Yes. So for me, I like to think um, those are practices, and we'll have our own practice, and I love bringing in different 
practices together. Mm-hmm. Um, the deal where actually the purpose is um, the spiritual aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really think that at that time that mm-hmm. I started listening to things like about near-death experiences or, you know, and, and seeing nature and, and just feeling more connection. And actually, after my mom passed away, feeling her more then mm-hmm. around me and even now and seeing signs that yes. I wouldn't have been aware of before. So yes. I looked for the, you know, the joy and the pain and looked for the joy part, too. Um, and that was just a big lesson. So I think it really... Um, it turned me toward making this more accessible and understandable and to people who are open to thinking, you know, just beyond, you know, what we see right here. You know, it's interesting that you, that you, they have that timeline because I actually graduated Harvard in 2015 and my father passed away in 2017. So it's, it's like almost a very kind of similar timeline in terms of kind of where, where we are today sitting here and our um, connection to self, connection to, to source and, and all the things that are around us. And, you know, I, I, we're kind of coming close on time here. We're going to try to keep it kind of shorter for this episode. I wanted you to really start to share a little bit more details about how many properties are part of the SPC group or SCP group? Um, you know, what may be your favorites and how people can, you know, find you guys and, and engage with all the beautiful things you just kind of shared with us today. Thank you. Um, we are nine properties now, one in Costa Rica, eight in the States, primarily in the West. Um, we have Oregon, we have California, we have a hotel in Kilo, Hawaii, and we have Colorado Springs. Um, and we're open to know going farther (laughs) and um, every property is different and I know that sounds you know so simple but we vary from a 12 room property to a 200 room and I think we've kind of found our sweet spot with being like 75 to 100 rooms but Mm -hmm. um, I love what we provide so somebody could um, in Laguna Beach for example we have a 12 room property so someone could hold a retreat there everybody Mm -hmm. get their own bedrooms but then gather together Mm -hmm. with oceans nearby so our nature-based um, the intention is to be nature-based so that people can connect with nature while they're here on our property and go outside um, and come back and have that experience. So mm-hmm. for me, um, they're just different. You know, Oregon is beautiful and the Oregon coast, our Costa Rica property is amazing and the nature and the ecosystem of what's down there. Mm-hmm. California, I live there and love it. And, you know, just getting the ocean sitting and um, being oceanside at your properties, you know, just the intention that we had with so going and just sitting around the sunsets and um, I just really love sunsets and the rhythm and the rituals of yes. sunrise and sunset and so um, I can't pick a favorite um, Hilo Hawaii is just the beauty of the Hawaiian culture and our general manager there is of the family that owned it prior to um, to us purchasing it and so there's, I just love the people we meet and the people that we work with and, and you and just this opportunity and um, I have so much gratitude for that this, um, people can find us. Um, um, you can follow us on Instagram at Soul Community Planet, mm-hmm. or uh, our website is scphotels.com. Mm-hmm. And um, we are just really excited to um, yeah share more and expand. Yeah, I 
I love that. I love that. And I definitely hope to be a guest. And you are. Yeah, yes. I, I will be a guest. Yeah, I'm going to put that out there now. Yes. I'd love to go to Costa Rica. I literally was just talking about that recently. Or hosting a retreat there. That would be amazing. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. For sharing your story. Um, being vulnerable about your life, your family, your business. And taking this time to be with me, honestly, I'm, I have like little chills right now because <laughs> I'm so grateful. And for all of you guys that are watching, listening, you know, you know where to find me. I'm at I am Erin Patton on social media and the metabusiness.world for the website and resources, show notes. And of course, thank you all so much. We love you. Uh, that's it for the Metabusiness Millennial. Catch us in the next episode. Peace. Did you really love this episode of the Meta Business Millennial Podcast? Well, I am honored, and I appreciate you subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing it with your friends, because your feedback allows us to co-create more enlightened conversations. And if you're interested in growing your soul now, head over to my website, AaronPatton.com, to find all the show notes, links, and free resources to get your energy activated today. In the meantime, Stay bright, my friends. Much love and light. Peace.